0: Hey everybody, it's Jack Mitchell again, SBO Perspectives, here for another week. And every week I say action-packed new guests. I'm always excited. Um, and, you know, this doesn't fail again this week. So, as I introduce this person, I could say that I probably met her, um, I want to say, maybe back like 2013, maybe my first conference. Um, from the start, like, she's just a, like, the SBO to me... That when you speak to them right away, they're like, "Hey, and they see you're new or you're learning." They're just willing to listen, give you advice on the spot, and kind of like mold you, guide you, everything like that. And that's how it was with this person. So, she's actually in the Central New York region. Um, she's been an SBO in that capacity for about ten years in different spots, you know, technology moving up into you know where she is now. Um, prior to that, she was in auditing, um, and she did audit with, uh, Questar internal audit. So I, you know, like I'm really excited. Um, today's, um, topic is really about change and, um, change is really, really big. And so, um, without further ado, I'd like to introduce her. Casey Shepard. What's going on?
1: Hi, Jack. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. So, so are you ready? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. You know, what I, I love about this. It's not like a back and forth interview thing. It's more like, hey, you know, just a topic and just talking really off the cuff. Like I said, just conversational and just kind of, you know, get into things, a perspective, really. That's what SPL protect is about. So, um, kicking it off, you know, I, I like to kind of see for you. I'm sure you've, you've had that experience because um, I know you've also um you've done presentations and you also i think you, you're an sb leadership committee right yeah yeah yep, I've done that. so so and uh, you're really active in ASBO. matter of fact you just actually joined our um committee um next gen which i'm really excited about that too um but like what what type of attitude or mindset do you think um or, or i would say do you need to take when there's some sort of change in the workplace
1: I mean, I guess even, I mean, look at last year. There was nothing but change pretty much overnight. So I think it's just your mindset. You have to go in with that positive mindset and be able to say, okay, what do we need to accomplish in the end? How can we make that happen? And just remember that your ideas might not be the best ideas and your first idea may be great with someone else's second idea. So I think it's just openness, communication with who you're working with, um, even you know at home with my kids, it's the same thing. You know, I have a thirteen-year-old uh, daughter and a almost a seven-year-old son, and, wow. and my daughter gives me a, a run for my money. So I'm and sure. even with her, I have to be like, okay, what do you think is a good idea? You know, or what do you think is a good punishment? So I think it's just that collaborative approach. Okay. Just staying positive. Change is hard. I, I'm yes. not the best at change myself. I, we were all thrown into. Oh yeah tremendous change over the last year and it's it, it was a hard for a lot of people to adapt and mm-hmm. you just have to keep moving forward and if one idea doesn't work, then let's just refocus and keep going forward
0: great great yeah I think you you hit it on the head like having that positive attitude knowing to collaborate that that's key so so you know with that like I mean when change comes about, actually you have like kind of a two part question here um the first part like How how would you motivate others for the change?
1: I think you just include them in the process and just know, Mm -hmm. like I said, that your idea might not be the best idea. They have to, whoever's working on this change with you, there has to be buy-in. They have to know why they're doing it and what is the outcome. Why are we doing this? Things along those lines. If they're they have a vested interest, I think your change is going to happen a lot easier. It's going to be more effective, and people are going to be happier with it.
0: Nice. so would you so the second part is would you have an example that maybe um, uh, of change that, that you've kind of encountered where you've motivated others?
1: Yeah I think I, it just kind of a general thing okay. so I am also the director of technology in our district. We have a small district under a thousand kids mm-hmm. and I was never a classroom teacher so I kind of got thrown into the technology piece and I basically went to you know a handful of teachers and mm-hmm. went to a committee and said, what do you need? Why do you need it? And how are you going to implement it in your classroom? You give me all these great ideas. You're the teacher. I'm just here to give you the tools to support mm-hmm. you and the technology you need. And I think it helped with, instead of me going in and saying, here, here's a smart bird, Here's all these Chromebooks. You must use them. They were more vested in that, and they were mm-hmm. more happy about, oh, I need it for this. And it's not going to be the same for everybody. Everyone's going to need something a little bit different, and you have to be able to adapt to that change Within the different
0: sections of your district that you're working in. Nice, nice. Wow, I didn't even know you had that hat. That's gotta be major responsibility. I'm, I'm wondering, like, what was going on? Are You doing business and you doing technology at the same time? Like, and like the only good thing I can say about that is that you, you at least should keep a track of your, you're your tagging your assets. Like, you know, you don't <laughs> gotta worry about one department not getting it to the business office for sure. <laughs> that but. is
1: true. I think I have a hard time saying no, you know, and they're like, you want to do this? I'm like, sure, why not? You know what? What's the worst <laughs> nice thing that can happen?
0: Wow. Because, yeah, I mean, like, and then the communications. Gosh, how do you even have time to be on this podcast right now? I'm telling you. Uh,
1: you know, um, I actually I got home probably about 15 minutes ago. We had a, vo- a volleyball game. So wow. it's just, wow. I'm not the best yeah. at that whole time management, home, family, work you. balance. Uh, yeah. But that's another thing, you know, that's just... Roll I with the got punches. you.
0: Yep, yep. No, I appreciate this again. I mean, folks don't know when I do record this, but you're right. This is like seven thirty. Folks don't know on a regular night throughout the week. But thanks again. So, um, just a few more questions. Then I guess you know, change. You talked about it as far as like the kind of mindset you need to have, you know, and how to motivate others. But now, what do you do when you're up against someone who is resistant to change, or maybe more than one person?
1: I mean, let's be honest. We're all resistant to change. Mm. No one Mm. likes change. But I think just getting them to understand that in the end, Mm -hmm. change equals growth. So Mm. if you want to grow and there's things that we want to accomplish, how do you want to accomplish them? If my idea isn't the best, what what ideas do you have? And It's really getting them. It goes all the way back to that buy-in, making them a part of the process. Because if they feel vested and if they feel like they're part of the change that's happening i think that resistance is going to slowly go away as they see oh okay oh this isn't this isn't so bad it's not so scary change is scary for everybody change mm. is scary for me i don't like change myself so i totally understand it and i think you just have to be patient you really have to be patient with people mm. especially given right now because there has been yeah. so much change and we have thrown so much in teachers we basically told them at the drop of the hat, you are now a virtual teacher. Come on Monday morning, boom, yep. figure it out. And mm-hmm. it was hard. And, it, you know, I think it's just giving them the tools, listening to their concerns, and making mm-hmm. them a part of the process.
0: Nice. Well, that was extremely profound. That answer, I mean, I, you hit it on the head, I'll tell you. Um, well, I guess now I, maybe um, my biggest question of them all, I guess now would be, how do you handle the stress? Right from from some of these big shifts that you encounter workplace. I mean, changes. It could be all different types. It could be you know a little switch here, or maybe someone new. But like, I mean, they all vary. But they're going to bring some sort of stress to it. So how do you handle that stress for some of these like changes?
1: I think, and again, I'm not very good at this either. I think you have to take care of yourself and okay. give yourself time. Um, I when it's nice out, I will not run in the cold outside. But that's one thing that i will do when i get really stressed is i'll run are you right not not very good not very far (laughs) not very fast but to me it's something i can do kind of by myself you know my kids aren't with me it's just something i can go put you know headphones in and just Mm -hmm. kind of do a mind dump so you kind of have to be able to do that whatever it is that you're doing that with and you know as much as um I always say, you know, my daughters, I'm a 13, drives me crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Just spending time with them. They're both in um, soccer leagues. So I make sure to take time to get to their soccer games. Nice. Um, and when, it, you one. know, sometimes even home is stressful. Um, you know, just I have a few close girlfriends that I go out with, you know, just to dinner, just mm-hmm. not just to relax and not, you know, think about anything, but just.
0: Yeah, you giving need yourself that. that time. Yeah, it does. And that's part of balance. Um, I had uh, episode they were like, maybe three or four ago, talking about work life balance. And that's key. I mean, it's crucial because if you don't have that balance, you know, you could really burn out one in. And it's just the kind of position that, and you wearing two hats, that you could really do that quickly. And you obviously don't want that for yourself or your family. So, but that's that's good stuff. Um, you know, it's funny. You said run it. Um, I, listen, I did actually did a marathon, a New York City marathon, believe it or not. But um, I can tell you that. Running was probably one of the best things for me. Like just like you said, get your mind clear. You put the music in, you get in the zone, and you just feel free. You're just like everything you see around you is slow motion. Like I know my neighborhood so well. That's <laughs> crazy because of how many times I ran. But um but that's a that's yeah. a good thing. What'd you say?
1: It's only between the May the month of May
0: and probably Oh, you don't do September, the cold months. October. Oh no, no, not at all. I gotcha. I hear you listen, I, I, I did one. And I wanna go off topic, but I did one that I went across the Brooklyn Bridge and the Manhattan Bridge. Um it was just a short run with a group and I got it to, it was in the middle of the winter and the wind chill was like zero. My iPhone actually I record the run. My iPhone went cut off because it was so cold outside. And it was think- nuts. But I listen, I love the experience and it was just running and you know, sometimes it's good to run with groups. But um anyway, I guess maybe I'll have an episode for that one day. <laughs> Because I know there are yeah. a lot of runners out there. But um, but anyway, you know... Definitely I, an amateur. I, no, that's all good. But listen, it's all fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like you said, you just get out and do what You want to do it when it's warm. And it's great. So it works. Um, all right. Well, listen. I, I always, when anyone comes on, um, give the opportunity for the guests to just, you know, go out there and, you know, give any type of uh, feedback or whatever you want to give out. I know you, SPL East Academy, you're teaching a lot of younger ones of us coming in. Um. W- What advice would you give out there, you know, to others who who may be faced with change? I mean, or the last thing you would give as advice before we end the podcast?
1: I think with our profession, there is constant changes. There's constant changes in funding. There's constant changes Mm -hmm. in law. And we all don't know it. And I think, um, I mean, even being a new business official, when I first started, I had a handful of business officials that I was close with that I could call and ask like these what I thought was, oh my gosh, this is such a stupid question. You have to be able to do that because find your people in this profession and make you're gonna make a close knit friendship with them. And I have ones that I still call sometimes at eight thirty at night if I'm still at work being like, I cannot reconcile this access cost date or whatever it is. And they're like, all right, send it to me. Let's walk through it. Because sometimes you just, you're just you the only person in that position in your district. You have to reach out to others. And don't be ashamed about it because mm-hmm. we all are, were there. And we all still get there every once in a while. And just find your people. And I think don't be afraid to ask questions. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. take some time for yourself. And don't beat yourself up when you can't figure something out.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Great summer. Well, listen, Casey, I want to appreciate you coming on um and for everyone out there uh this is jack mitchell sbo perspectives if you have any questions of course you can email me sbo perspectives at gmail um and you know i, I want to say that like i started off since the beginning of the year but um you know i am seeing shifts you know i'm getting so much feedback it's positive i've got so much subscriber numbers growing um when we get to the end of our school year like near june I'm actually going to be bringing on a co-host. So I'm doing some new things there. You know, I'm probably going to throw in this little background music and here and there and just have this different segments. And I know that um, uh, toward the end of the year, too, I think, as well, we're going to do something where we may have like a live session on video. So I'm really excited about the podcast. It's going well. So thanks again, Casey, And everyone out there, SPL Persectus, this is Jack Mitchell signing off. Thank you. I'll see you next week.